friends. This is Becca and Taylor. Boo. Um, and this is Ghost Emoji. It's a new podcast about all things spooky. We've been best friends since elementary school, and we both love scary stuff, so we sort of thought, what better way to honor that friendship than by making a podcast where we talk about it. <laughs> all of it. All the spooky stuff. Because there's a lot of it. There is. There's so much. <gasps> I mean, not even just like... You know, the regular stuff like, you know, cryptids and conspiracy theories and ghost stuff or whatever. But I was like, we like a lot of scary movies. We read a lot of, like, scary comics and books. Play. Sometimes watch other people play scary games when it's... (laughs) Too scary. (laughs) Too scary. So we try. We try sometimes. But there's nothing wrong with watching a playthrough. Mm Mm-mm. You if do that's you. the only way, if that's the only way you can enjoy it, there's no reason to uh, die yeah, trying yeah. to play it. Mm-mm. But but yeah, we just kind of Becca brought it up a while back, and I'm finally not doing other stuff, and I'm so excited to finally start because I love spooky stuff, and I'm pretty fond of Becca, so it's it's gonna be fun and spooky and sweaty. Yeah, you're not doing stuff like getting married and buying a house and being an uh, adult. <laughs> Taking care of my cat. My one cat. Your one cat. It's your child. Yeah. My kit cat. Gotta do what you gotta do. So, but we're not doing, um, we don't have like an actual topic or anything picked for today. We kind of just wanted to start and do like a little introduction about ourselves. Nothing too crazy. And then um, I guess we'll figure out like a release schedule how often we're gonna put them out but we've got a big 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 (laughs) list of of ideas of stuff that we want to talk about and of course if there's like any suggestions from other people we've got a twitter and everything if if people want to send us stuff that they'd like to hear about i mean we've got a lot to start off on but i mean i'm always open to new spooky stuff scary wikipedia (laughs) heck yeah so um, our Twitter, BTWs, we'll probably go over it again at the end, but our Twitter is at Ghost Emoji Show, because Ghost Emoji Podcast was too long. That's how they get you. Podcast is a long-ass <laughs> word. It doesn't seem that long. I feel like I've seen so many Twitters that are like 100 letters long, but Ghost Emoji Podcast is... Too much. Too big. Breaks the bank. But... So, uh, I guess we want to start off with, um, scary movies or any personal paranormal experiences? Yeah, we, this is a little taste of what you're going (laughs) to, what's to come. It's a little sampler, a little sampler size. Um, do you want to start with favorite horror movie? Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like the easiest, because of course we love like stuff that's, you know supposedly real or whatever but i also love just spoopy scary movies so i figured we start with that um i i had a hard time and i'm gonna try not to ramble on all of them but i couldn't i couldn't narrow it down to just one scary movie so i had kind of like a smattering just to kind of get a taste because there's so many different types like it's really hard to Mm -hmm. to pick like the one real ultimate scary movie and if we have any that overlap and i think we might have one i might let you jump in because like i said i've i couldn't narrow it down to one um i'd say my my top four 
our um, more recent one is It Follows. I love It Follows. I love the music. I love all the feelings I get. I thought it was really pretty. And I just really loved it and have a lot of feelings about it. Um, I really like The Shining. I know sometimes uh, Mr. Kubrick was not always like the greatest dude, so sometimes you have to kind of like divorce your feelings on like you know the directors and writers and stuff from the final thing. But I really like The Shining. Oh God, I had four. What happened to the other what? two? <laughs> well, I know the other one is uh, Rosemary's Baby. That's the one, yeah, that I was, was going to say. About. I had a feeling. I so, if you want to hop in on that one, I uh, I will try and think of what my fourth one was. Okay, I love it so much, <laughs> I can't remember it. Okay, the reason I love Rosemary's Baby, if you haven't watched it, um, it's I think what's so eerie about it is it's taken like to the nth degree this idea of. Uh, manipulating a woman or manipulating a person who is in a position where they are conditioned to say yes a lot and not yeah. to and to trust people and and um, being taken advantage of in that way by people you trust or who seem harmless is really really frightening. Mm-hmm. They're gonna snatch that agency away. Mm-hmm. And that's on top of just you know the whole like antichrist devil cult thing like there's all like the paranormal stuff that's scary but then there's the real life stuff that's like i could see this happening where you know maybe you're not pregnant with the antichrist but you still have like a shitty husband and people around Mm -hmm. you who are gonna make you feel trapped and like you have no way out spoiler warning ahead we talk about some spoilers for rosemary's baby if you want to watch it it's really good a plus which is somehow more insidious. I don't know why, but it is. Like, yeah, Satan manipulated these old people into making you have a baby. But at the same time, it's like your husband betrayed you. So I don't know. Oh, man, I was thinking the whole time. I was like, what was that fourth one? I feel like I rattled some of them off to you yesterday. But um... another one of mine is, um, God, it just came out. Is it Get Out? Get Out is super good. Oh, yeah. Mark watched that. I was trying to, like, leave him alone in his office so he could just kind of, like, I don't know, I wanted to hop in at the end and and see how he liked it. And he did like it, but it was also fun just to get to see see it again. Mm -hmm. Get Out has another, it has some more of that sort of insidious, like, someone you trust betraying you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Spoilers. This is hard. It's hard to, like, <laughs> talk about this stuff without spoiling it. No, well, I think that's something that we'll probably run into, and we'll we'll try and do a good job. Like, if we're talking specifically about, like, a certain, like, you know, space movies or movies that are, you know, based on real events or something like that, like, we're going to be talking about what happens in them. So hopefully people will understand that. And as new scary movies come out, trying to kind of it'll be a good way to actually get me in the theater and see them before they're gone because I'm really bad about that and then they're gone Mm -hmm. forever oh man I cannot think is it the exorcist that's one of my favorites I do I do really like it but it's I don't know if it's one of my favorites I feel like I can't even if I remember it now I've abandoned it (laughs) if I can't remember it is it really my favorite 
I'm too scared of it. I pushed it out of my brain. Uh, 28 days later? Yes! That's oh, my it. God. Okay. I thought about it earlier, and I was like, knowing my brain. probably say that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there, that was one of the ones that, like, I saw when we were in high school, mm-hmm. like, late high school. And, like, I thought it was scary, but I didn't realize, like, how much it scared me until, like, the first time I tried to go to sleep. Oh, and God, I started yeah. having nightmares about, like, hiding under my bed and scary, like, fast zombie feet coming in and, like, running around my room. And then, of course, at the end of the, you know, dream, they would put their little scary red bloody eyes, like, right on level with my face and then wake up. Horrifying. And, like, a cold sweat. And I'm just like, man, I didn't I didn't know zombies could be fast. This is, this is like, the total worst thing. <laughs> this is this a game changer. Is, this is the absolute worst thing. Because I remember, it's not, like, I really like it, but, like, Night of the Living Dead isn't, one of my my all-time favorites but that was another one that I saw um we were on a ski trip in like a cabin in the mountains in Utah and my parents were gone and we had a, a nanny that like lived with us and so she came and was watching us when my parents like went out to dinner and I don't know if she just didn't know it was on or didn't know that it was scary or something but I watched that as like a you know, nine-year-old in the mountains. God. And and I was like, oh, no, I'm messed up. I'm messed up forever. Zombies are the, the scariest thing to me. <laughs> Even though in real life, like, in, like, when I'm awake, zombies are not something I am actively concerned about. But then I go sleep time, and there's noth- nothing worse in the world than a zombie, apparently, to my, my sleepy time brain. Nightmare fuel. Why does my sleepy time brain know so many things about me that I don't know? I don't know. He's kind of <laughs> sadistic. I don't I don't get it. I hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate it. <laughs> but, but yeah, I love 28 Days Later. The first time I watched it was with my mom. Because my mom also likes scary stuff. That's who I watched all my X-Files with as a little kid. Mm-hmm. But I remember when Killian Murphy's wiener just pops out. For like two seconds. Hot dog, that was, literally. That was this. <laughs> it was a chili dog. It was. It was. It was a chili. He chili was hot in a dog. coma. It was, that wasn't a hot dog. Yeah, it wasn't a hot dog. It wasn't. I was just kidding. But speaking but, of X Files, um, do you want to talk about the our our other thing? Oh yeah, I thought it would be kind of fun to have a little segment that's kind of like Mulder or Scully kind of thing, because I love X-Files. Even though I know it's kind of sci-fi, there's still spooky stuff in there, too, so I would consider it semi-scary, and I just love it, but are you more of a molder, where you, like, you love spooky stuff, and you most of the time cannot be convinced that it's not demons or aliens or ghosts or whatever, or are you more of a scully, where even though you're going to inevitably be, be proved wrong and it's definitely aliens and demons and vampires, do you at least try to... Remain skeptical. Yeah, yeah. Find, like, a, a more scientific, reasonable, like, logical explanation. Hmm. I'm definitely, like, 100% a Mulder. Oh, man. Put on that, that Mulder hat. I, I mean, like, Ryan and I were talking about something and I was like I don't want to tell you this because I think you're gonna think I'm dumb but I was like I think 
not necessarily that the moon landing is fake, but I was like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't oh, surprise Becca. me if we found out it was fake. And oh. he was like, are you, are you kidding? And I was like, no, I'm not saying it is fake. I'm saying I would not put it past the U.S. government to do something like that. It probably I mean, is real. However, <laughs> it would not surprise me. <laughs> it was our friend Stanley Kubrick of The Shining. He did it, but he did it on location. So it's still real. Yeah. Ah, what about you? Um, I even though I love Mulder, I you put him in some glasses. I love him forever. Whew. I, as I've grown up, I've become more of a Scully. I don't know. I I love scary stuff, and like I think, like I can't get enough like reading about paranormal things and like trying to watch these ghost hunters and all this other stuff. But whenever I'm watching it, like it's always like I don't. I mean. I think that's just a door slamming or they'll be listening to like, you know, EMF readings or whatever. And they're like, did you hear him say, help me, it's a ghost. And I'm like, no, I just heard, I heard someone like farting into the, into the microphone. (laughs) That's what I'd do if I were a ghost. I'd be like, you want to hear hay? You get to talk to my butt. (laughs) Hay's for horses. Hay's for horses. I'm sick of this shit. I'm a ghost. No, like, I, I love it's all the stuff so much, but, like, most of the time, I think my, my initial reaction will be, like, oh, that's interesting. Here's how I think there's probably an explanation for it. I mean, and sometimes I think my explanation will jump to being, like, there are stuff that we don't know about, like, you know, however much of, like, the ocean, you know, we know less about than we know about deep space, so I'm not saying it's impossible. There's not, like, a giant kraken-esque type creature or something but even then i'd be like it's a biological like animal it's a real thing it's not a deep sea ghost or whatever but like scully i feel like i'll i'll eventually come around (laughs) i just figure if i believe in anything that doesn't sound real there's like a chance i might be right well that's good well i'm glad i actually i didn't know which one which one you would be because i I was like, ah, oh, I was like, maybe I'm, I'm kind of a little bit of both. Like, I love spooky stuff, so I guess I have to be sort of Mulder. But at the same time, I don't know if I, like, fully buy into it. And part of that is we were going to kind of, you know, just put on the table, like, if we've ever had any sort of, like, paranormal, ghosty, alien, whatever stuff, like, in our own personal lives, because you know, movies and comics and games and stuff are all fun, but I think some of my favorite stories are always when it's, like, someone I actually know has experienced something, because mm-hmm. it's just interesting to hear, because then there's a chance that what they're telling me is, you know, pretty new. It's not same old, same old urban legend that you've read on the internet a thousand times. Yep, yep. I also feel like you maybe would have known I was a Mulder if you'd known about my moon landing theory. It's <laughs> well, not something just... I share with everyone because it's a little embarrassing because I know people are like, what kind of idiot thinks the moon landing was faked? And I'm like, <clears throat> in your brain, you're like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know, <Me>. right? <laughs> it's, oh, oh, Becca. It's good to have a good balance. I can, I can be the Scully if you can be the Mulder. Yep. You can rein me in. It'll be fine. <laughs> so have you ever you ever seen a ghosty? Uh, I haven't, but I do have like two minor experiences. 
um, at my parents' house, my sister had, like, a ton. She had this weird, I don't know if it was a fetish or what, but as a child, (laughs) she loved cash registers. And I swear to God, we had, like, four Barbie cash registers, a full-size child's one that was, like, you know, primary colors, and then two more that were, like, an old one, and then some, I don't know. We had a lot, like, more than a normal human being needs and I remember I was walking past because we had a like a playroom and that's where they all were and one of the doors was like slightly ajar and I was walking upstairs to go to my bedroom which you have to pass that to get to my bedroom and um I heard one of the cash register noises go off and it was like I don't know 1 a.m I was I was getting off of AIM anybody remembers AOL Messenger after a long night of chatting with friends. I know. So who are you talking to? It was you. It was you and Ryan (laughs) and Daniel. But anyways, so I was walking past and I heard the cash register noise go off. And it was the one that was really big that you had to push the button really hard to make the cash register thing come out because it was pretty much it was I don't know. It was just it was getting to that point where the battery was, I guess, wearing out, which might be why it went off. But It was creepy because I was like, why the hell would it go off? And I walked into the room. Caitlin wasn't in there. The lights were all off. So that was creepy. So I don't know if it was a ghost or just machinery malfunctioning, but it creeped me out. So there's that one. And then um, the other experience was when my mom and I went to Florida to check out um, Ringling, the college we were staying at a hotel that was on the beach and the first we got in really late that night and uh, we checked in and we had like basically our own little sort of house kind of but it was just you know two rooms and a bathroom and a little kitchenette and stuff and um, my mom I think did something with her hair just to like freshen up before we went out to go get groceries and she put her comb down or she put her comb back in her little like carry on thing and she went out to the car to do something. And when we came back in, like her comb and a bunch of other random things were missing and I had stayed in the room. She had gone outside and a bunch of it was missing. And so she was like, how the hell is it gone? And I was like, I don't know. I was sitting here this whole time. And she was like, Okay, well, I want to move rooms. She was like, I don't know if someone came in while you were, like, in the other room. I just, room. like, how quick it was. It wasn't just, like, maybe I put it in my makeup bag and I just don't remember. Maybe I can't find it. It's like, we're changing rooms. Yep, we're she done. was like, mm I was like, well, it's good to know that mom's paranoid enough that she's just like, no, we're not, we're not playing that game. Sorry, ghost. You're not going to possess me in the middle of the night. I'm out. I just like that it just, you know, took, like, a brush she looked all over for it. She still can't find it. If you ask my mom about it to this day, she'll be like, she'll tell you the whole story. It's like, it's a GD ghost. It's my GD, GD comb. Yep. It wanted to brush its hair. Mm. What about you? I've never really had anything. Like, I've been places that, like, I thought were kind of spooky and stuff. But the only thing I've ever had that kind of freaked me out was... Um, What's it called? And when I figured out what it was later at the time, I thought I'd definitely seen, like, something ghosty. But it was, I had been asleep, and I woke up, 
and me and my sister shared rooms for most of our childhood. Me and my middle sister. I'm the oldest. But um, I woke up and I like sat up and I looked over and there was like a scorpion on my pillow. But it was definitely just like left over from a dream or whatever. But I still jumped up and like ran out of the room. And then when I got out into our like game room area, I turned around and I saw my mom walking back down the hallway towards my room and I called out for her because I was like, I was freaked out. So I was like, mom, and she keeps walking and she walked back down that hallway and there's two rooms. So she could have either walked into my room or she could have walked into my other sister's room, my younger sister's room, uh, because their doors were on the same hallway and... And it, it's not a very big area, so it took me two seconds to, like, get to that hallway, and then I turned the corner, and what I thought was my mom was gone, and I looked in both rooms, and there was nothing there, and so I went, and I didn't want to sleep in the bed, because I was scared that there was ghosty stuff and bugs, and so I slept on the floor, but later on, like, when I was trying to fall back asleep, I felt like I could see something, like, in the hallway, but I couldn't like move like I felt like I was dreaming and it just was really weird and I had that happen a couple times where like I would wake up and I would think I was in a dream and there was something in the room with me but I wasn't able to like move my head and a lot of times it wouldn't be like a person like I would think there was like a a bat or something like up in the corner of my room like up by the ceiling Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't be able to like turn and look at it it doesn't explain everything but later on I realized like, I read some stuff about sleep paralysis, and apparently that's kind of, like, a, a pervasive thing with it, is, like, feeling like there's something in the room, but you can't move, because, like, your REM cycle, and I can't remember what they call it when you're awake, but they basically kind of overlap, so you're in a dreaming state, but you are awake, because when you fall asleep, your body kind of paralyzes you, I guess, for lack of a better word, so that way you don't act out your dreams, but that doesn't happen very often. But it's happened enough times that I'm just like, ah, yeah, yeah, damn it. <laughs> it happens when you lay on your back, right? Yeah, it happens a lot of times when I sleep on my back. So I'm, I'm a tummy sleeper if I can. Yeah. But uh, the only thing about it that was kind of weird is that the whole, like, getting up and seeing something on my pillow and leaving the room, obviously that doesn't fit into the whole sleep paralysis thing. Yeah, and seeing your mom who wasn't there. <laughs> But so that part, I guess, isn't totally explained away. But because I've been having the weird, like, semi, like, hallucination of the scorpion and stuff, I was like, it just has to be, like, leftover spooky dream stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's the closest I ever had. My mom has had a ton. Like, my mom is a super duper believer in ghosts, even when they're definitely not ghosts. Well, her childhood home had a lot of stuff happen in it, right? Well, no, they um, they might have. I don't know all the stories, but my mom lived in London for, I want to say, like, end of middle school, maybe early high school. I can't remember if they were there for, like, two or three years, but just, I don't know if it's because the buildings are older or have more history or whatever, but she just had a, a lot of stuff. She thought they had a poltergeist at one point because, like, she had cleaned her room because her mom had told her to, my grandma, and then she went back in later on and, like... Not even just, like, stuff misplaced, like, a comb missing, like, entire, like, drawers have been pulled open and, like, clothes flung everywhere. 
and then she gets totally busted. <laughs> mm-hmm. My grandma's like, I told you to clean your room. She's like, I did. I mean, it could have just been my mom trying to make up a story for why she forgot to clean her room. But at the same time, I don't know why she would tell that to me. Yeah. <laughs> like 30 years later being like, I promise I cleaned my room. <laughs> yeah, a little pointless. And I think one time she said she had, was laying in bed and um, she was the youngest. She's got or had two older siblings. Mm-hmm. And she said that, um, which I'm glad they don't have this because I feel like it would be really scary, but her bedroom door the door of whatever room she was sleeping in. I can't remember if this happened when they were on vacation somewhere or what, but it had like a window on the door, but it was kind of like that frosted glass. And she said that she saw someone like walk past it and she, um, she thought it was her brother and she was just like, you know, Fred, stop goofing around. I'm just trying to sleep. Leave me alone. But then, um, I think my aunt, I think was in the room with her or something and was like, you know, Fred's not here. He's staying with a friend or whatever. And then she said that it, it came back and, like, actually tried to open the door. And it didn't get in or whatever, but she was just, Ugh. like, she was, like, my sister was in the room with me, my brother wasn't home, and I'm just, like, ugh. Ugh. I'm never going to Europe town. Too many ghosts. Nope. Mm-mm. And then there was one time my grandma, on my mom's side, she was walking out of their house, and someone from inside yelled out and was, like, hey, mom. And she thought... It was her son, and so she yelled back, but then her son, like, my my uncle was, like, walking down the street because he had been at a friend's house and was coming home, and there was no one in the house, or at least no kids, no one that would have yelled mom, and I was just like, maybe it was just grandpa, and she's like, no, it was a kid noise, like a kid yelling. Like, no, no, spank you. Mm-mm, no thanks. No, no. And that's the sort of stuff, like, Mm-mm. I'm like, it's interesting to hear about, but having never had, like, weird voices or whatever, I'm just like, what do you do when a ghost yells at you? Like, if it actually happened in real life, I don't know what I would do, because I would be like, you're not real, ghost. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so afraid of buying a house and finding out that it's haunted, because I'll just be like, we are leaving everything here. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, I guess. I did ask when my sister was buying her house. I asked the realtor. I was like, you know, is this house haunted? And she's like, why do I get asked that so much? I don't want to buy a house that's haunted. Duh. I just like how I guess I'm like, did that not used to be a thing? Is that a thing now? (laughs) I guess. We should do an episode on like haunted law. Like, can you get in trouble if you don't disclose that your house is haunted when you're trying to sell it? You're definitely supposed to disclose if there were any, like, deaths. Or murders. Murder deaths. Murder deaths, specifically. But, but no, so I've, I have lots of friends who have, you know, say that they've had stuff happen, but I've never had anything happen to me, because I'm not cool enough. Mm-mm. But I definitely don't mess with it. I don't, we don't have no, no Ouija boards in this house, no, no... That's, like, my one little molder part where I'm just, like, I don't want to mess with it. I want to get, like, Lord Zozo up in my house hanging out. Yeah, she a- won't even have a Ouija board, like, t-shirt. No, because you got to respect it. You can't have a Ouija board mug. Have some demon coffee. Gonna have some Captain Howdy in your coffee. Well, they can't talk to you unless there's something to, like, move around. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe ghosts are are modernizing ghost Wi-Fi. (laughs) Internet ghosts. 
You know, honestly, <laughs> probably. I want to say no, but I, in my heart, I say yes. Yes, probably. They'll just break your finger and use your blood to talk. What? Yeah, they'll just dot all the letters with your blood. Or your coffee. Oh. On your coffee mug. Oh. Well, it's not going to be in your house anyways. It'll be fine. <laughs> and that's why you don't, you just don't mess with the we- the Ouija. Ouija. Ouija? That's pretty much all I had for like a quick little, little intro. Mm-hmm. We're pretty much at like the 30 minute mark, so this is a good point to basically just talk about, you know, what we think our next episode might be and then close I know. I have so many, so many things on the list that I want to go over. It's going to be my first, first kind of time delving into doing like research for stuff that wasn't like papers. Mm-hmm. I actually added some more stuff after I talked to you today because I had like medical stuff. Mm-hmm. I put sleep paralysis on there just because like, even though it's not technically paranormal, like people who have it all the time. It can really, like, mess with you. And especially sleep paralysis, like, before they understood what it was, was very upsetting. Because that's when you, like, you want to talk about it. But people are like, oh, there's definitely a demon in you. <laughs> We're not going to treat you so good. Mm-mm. Like, I have a medical condition. We're going to put you in an asylum and no one will ever hear from you again. Oh, Which will actually oh. drive you crazy because and then you actually you turn into a ghost and then they do hear from you again mm-hmm. when you're haunting their ass good they deserve it <laughs> but uh let me see i just have so many things i guess we don't have to go over them the other stuff i put for like medical stuff um i put like mental illness in the horror genre in general figuring cover like different tropes and what we think of them because there are a lot of them but that one definitely has a lot of meat to dig mm-hmm. into and also which ones are you know, harmful and which ones feel so overdone and incorrect. Cause I'd love to talk about like the misappropriation of like bipolar and schizophrenia and all of those things. Cause I feel like women who can't have like children. Oh my God. <laughs> I could write an entire paper on the perception of like women who can't have children. You are insane and you will steal a baby. Mm hmm. We'll write that paper and we'll do the episode. Okay. It pisses me off. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I have like, what's it called? I was interested. I don't know how much there actually is out there, but I would be interested to do a little more research on it. But um, because I was watching House of Cards and there's a transplant thing in there, I was like, I remember hearing about like when people sometimes when they have uh, organ transplants, um, like personality changes and stuff that go with that. And the idea that like, you know, an actual part of like a person's like personality staying with whatever part of their body like even as something as small as like they never liked this type of food before and afterwards you know tom loved curry and jill never ate it but now that she's got his heart she just can't get enough all day every day jeez i know what do you want ghost hunters some of them are so broad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but because like you know i mean we always love input from anybody so if there's like a particular topic that you would like to hear about or anything that we've mentioned that you would want us to do an episode on um i also would really like to hear like other people's you know stuff like if you've you know any sort of paranormal 
stuff that you've experienced in your actual real life because uh, I don't have anything and I just I want to feed on the paranormal experiences of other people to try and make me think that it's the real deal. I want to ride that spoopy high. Yeah, give Share. me that, that spooky, spooky stuff. Mm. So good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much all I had for intro stuff. We have a lot of ideas and things that we want to do, so I don't want to to let anything go before we've put together like a proper episode, but just want to give y'all a little, little taste of what we're like and kind of what we're interested in. And um, I know I'm just really excited and sweaty and excited about <laughs> getting to do all this stuff because it's stuff that I look up and read and watch and do on my free time anyway. And now I can just share it with other people and learn more about it and have a, a good excuse. That's why when I was thinking about it, I don't know, like a couple months ago, and I was like, you know what would be really fun is doing that with Taylor. I was like, she loves doing, like, reading about that and talking about it. I was like, it'd be great. And that way we can do a podcast because I know you kind of wanted to get in on Embrace Eternity. And it's just been hard to, like, find a time to, like, invite you on. And I don't know. but That's okay. I just listen to it in my car and I just be like, you know what I think? Ladies. And I <laughs> Ladies. Just, you know, do a little discourse in my car by myself. That's fine. Or when you forget something, I'm like, it's Crash Bandicoot! Crash Bandicoot's <laughs> the video game she's excited about. <laughs> always Crash Bandicoot. It's all, it, all roads lead to Crash Bandicoot. All of them. Did oh, you know gosh. that Coco Bandicoot was the, the, the character that I played in the Crash Team Racing? And I had forgotten her name, and... My dog is named Coco, and it's spelled the same way, and I feel so stupid that I had forgotten her name, but now, retroactively, that's why Coco's name is spelled C-O-C-O, so there, all roads lead back to Crash, that's all I have to say about that. It was always, it was always in you. Mm-hmm. Coco. Coco. <laughs> My cat's name is Elvira, after Mistress of the Dark Elvira. Mm-hmm. Because she was a little mama kitty, and she's got some tiggle bitties, tiggle on her, <laughs> tiggle bitties <laughs> on her on her tum tum, and that's not she the does. nicest reason to name her that, but mm. you know they're there, and I love her, and I love them, and that's just part of what makes her her. Although everyone always thinks that she's gonna be like a black cat when they hear it. her name is Elvira, and it would have been very fitting, but no, she's just a a, a stubborn sweet precious little torby only only cat i'll ever truly love it's okay i named meryl after a blood mage it's fine i get it (laughs) oh no worries anyways so i guess that's where we're gonna wrap it up and we'll see you in the next episode yeah send us all your all your spoopy stuff your spoopy questions your spooky suggestions at ghost emoji show yeah on twitter that's that's us. Bye. I was gonna say, how do you how do you finish these things? You basically just say bye. <laughs> say, well, there's no. I can't think of any any good. Keep spooky. Any good tagline. Stay spooky. It sounds so cheesy. I love cheese though. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Are you still here? Spoopy times. <laughs> Get it.
Get spoopy. Stay spooky. Get... Get spooked. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> I just like... Stay spooky. Okay. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.